Welcome everyone to the 105th episode of the Peer Podcast, which stands for Politically Entertained with Evolving Randomness, with your host, Elias. This is the last episode of the third season. I'm going to be taking a big break. It's going to last between four to five months. That's just a general, um, you know, that's, that's I'm going to take a big break. I mean big, I mean huge. So um gonna see how the summer's going too. I mean the earliest I'll come back, it's most likely in July. The way I'm seeing it. Or August. It really depends. Between those two months. Once I have a clearer timeline, then I will update you in a very, very short audio clip. I mean so short that it's just like those guides that provide you for how you should listen to the seasons. So, with that out the way, what are the topics? I'm going to read the Florida House Representatives drafts of quote unquote the don't say gay bill. This is what the Democrats dubbed as or for a reason. I read this in more carefully. It's really called HB 1557. Sounds like a, like a serial number for <laughs> laws. And I read about this. And in my opinion, my thing is the overreaction from the left. And then we got Bill Maher. Yes, more Bill Maher. Going against more of the normal Democrat um, talking point. And and this is, you know, he he's, I think he's one of the few true liberals left. And, you know, eh, you know, some Democrats got catchy Catchy lines just to throw the public on the, you know, just to throw the public off for a loop. Yeah, he's, you know, going against the talking point of the left again because it's insane. And this is aiming towards schools. This is not aiming towards the mainstream society, it's aiming towards schools, which is rational. But I'll get deeper into that. And then Bill Maher goes against that. So that's your one or two items. And they're interconnected. The third item we have here is Boris Johnson. He comes to Saudi Arabia to talk about oil. And the kingdom is already going to execute 81 people. Well, all I'm going to tell you right now... Boris Johnson is a very odd choice for this. I mean, you know, the Saudis and UAE ghosted us because, let's just be clear, Biden sucks at foreign policy. Subject, it's true. You know, this is not, and it it shows. I mean, the only one I agree with was just um, withdraw out of Afghanistan, but it should have been done more in an orderly methodical measures that just 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 rushing things and and even announce it to the enemy so that's what we have here and if you're a big biden fan well this episode is gonna offend you i'm just telling you that right now it's gonna be really offensive if you are a diehard biden fan and now we looking now we're talking to venezuela for oil so turn if we have Venezuela. And this one, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to be a little cautiously optimistic here because at least unlike the previous president who just gives Venezuela the middle finger because he's supporting Guaido, not on Maduro. And we do have a, an oil problem. We're not even tap into our own oil reserves. Which is insane in my opinion. It really is. And 
we have to look to Venezuela for oil. Venezuela has lots of oil. And we'll see if that works. I hope it does. I'm not going to cheat leaders going to say, oh, yeah, take that. Yeah, Biden messed up. His incompetence is affecting all of us. You already know about the whole oil and then gas inflation. It's hurting a lot of us. It really is. And that's all we got for primary politics. It's not ending in a good note. I mean, it's politics, what you expect. And now, and then I'm going to talk about what is Web 3.0. How is it different from the first two? And break those down. Because I just think we need a bit of education on that. Probably it's going to be a pretty short segment. And talk about NFTs. How they work. Disclaimer. I only have some idea of it. But I am going to put the link of the articles below. Probably come up with a different interpretation. That's, to be quite frank, better than mine. So, just, I am just a messenger. And then I'm going to talk about what are the advantages and disadvantages of Web 3.0 as well. That's all I'm going to do all. Mid-game, which is going to be changed to mid-tech at this point. I think the tech development is far more exciting than games at this point. And I think I'm, that person, I just think I've, I've grown video games all together. It's always going to be the same crap. A lot of only very few games are pushing for innovation that could refresh my interests. But the sad part is, it'll take up too much of my time, like Warframe. I like play Warframe, but it'll take too much of my time to grind game, and I don't got time for grind games. You know? Yeah, well, if I was a teenager or in my early twenties, I wouldn't have time for that, but I don't. So that's all I have to say about that. Anyways, so it's all about Web 3.0. That's all MidTech's going to be about. Three sources here. I'm sure in the description of the episode. And um, one thing I know I'm doing in the future, especially later this month, this podcast has a very good chance of not being hosted by Anchor anymore. There's a podcast provider that's giving me something that I really, really need. So, that's just another news thing. That'd be for weird topic finale. Just give me that heads up. You're going to see a lot less me talking about how Anchor is great. Most ads are going to, of course, be removed. And yeah, man, I mean that's easy. That's the easiest thing I can remove those ads because let's be clear, I'm not really supporting them. The analytics suck. Man, you know how the hell the majority of my statistic is other. What the hell does that mean? Very bad, very bad indeed. So hopefully A cast will do better on that. I want other. I don't know where the hell's coming from. That's why I was always controlled by Spotify. And Spotify got ridiculous. After the whole Joe Rogan controversy, which I'm not going to get into. You heard about it enough. You know, I'm not going to spare you that repetitive crap. So, for the, so the, the main degree of what you're talking finale is about valuable U.S. coins. I'm going to share some of it. I'm going to share the website too. uscoinbook.com They don't know me. I know them a little bit. That's on their website. But coins I have to offer it. There's a chance that you are sitting on a lot of money. A very small chance. These are extremely rare coins. A lot of them date back to Civil War. Yeah, that's how that's how old what you're talking about here. 
Civil War. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the. You know, it's a whole bunch of coins, and I'm just gonna keep it kind of brief, show you more of the highlights. So, and they have errors. So, if you got a coin with error, errors are valuable. That's what I'm gonna say. Errors are valuable. So, once go through all of this this is you know we're gonna transition most likely for the last time of this sponsor anchor is a free podcasting app that is perfect for beginners if you ever heard about anchor It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast so that it could be heard in other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm that is a-n-c-h-o-r dot f-m I'm going to repeat it is a-n-c-h-o-r dot f-m to get started what are you waiting for I've been doing this for about a year now and if you really have the passion to start a podcast you should do it it's fun and easy Welcome to the first segment of the Peer Podcast. This is Primary Politics. Probably going to be the most untouched when it comes to transitions to the fourth season. Because it's always going to be politics. There's always going to be news. As long as this country lives. Um, Anyways. We have HB1557. This was drafted very, very recently. I apologize if you hear background noise of my noisy, noisy neighborhood. Anyways, I read this law, and it's not that long. It's four pages long. I'm going to link it because I believe you need the more original source instead of the news's interpretation right-wing interpretation of things you know and, and this is giving rights to parents because there are some parents that don't want schools to teach woke ideological classes like gender studies gender identity you want kids to get an education you want them to learn how to read literature you know, add, subtract, multiply, divide numbers. We're going to make a beautiful science project and even learn history. And the schools have power. This is giving more power to the parents, and the parents should be making the kids' decisions. Schools should not be the, the one factor controlling the kids' life. Okay? So, and then, and they are going to teach about, they're going to keep some of the sexual classes, but it's going to be based on the student's development level. You know, for example, you ain't going to teach a freaking three-year-old about what transgenderism is. To me, that's very perverse. That's sick. And, um... Let the LGBTQ cry all they want on this one. They want to poison children? That's evil. Once they hit adulthood, 18, that's a different story. You know, if he identifies she, whatever. But 
while they're kids, and most kids don't identify that way, you know, sadly, that's increasing. Let's just be real. You know, they, they just want to have fun, be with their friends, play tag, or play even video games with each other. You know, to shove this crap down on a child's throat, it's very, very, I'm going to be quite honest, evil. This is not banning gay people from society. This is about potentially protecting the most vulnerable and developing minds. That's what this is all about. So stop with this dramatic victim culture. They are well-developed gay communities in major cities. I mean, I've been to one village. Very developed. To be honest, it's actually quite beautiful. I think heterosexual um, communities need to improve in their interior design. You know? I'll say that much. No, but the one in the village, and I'm using that one as an example. That was a, it was a beautiful neighborhood. Look, I don't have to agree with their lifestyle, I don't have to agree with mine. But what should not happen is project and shove one's lifestyle down on one's throat. And that's what I've done. This is why parents were, they were pissed. Because, you know, this, you know, parents are too busy. They're working you know, one or two jobs. And by the time, when, you know, when a lot of them had to do virtual learning, I would find out, what? This is what my kid is learning? Some were outraged. Some were outraged. And I don't blame them. Don't throw the kids get education. Adding two plus two equals four. But they teach about, oh, it's okay. They may identify as... This, you know, it's a good piss off. You know, not not all parents are are gonna agree with this. They just not. So they're not banning gay people. They're not doing that. It's just school districts should not be withholding any information from the parent, especially when the child's having mental health and physical issues. Okay? And they should not encourage sexual orientation, teaching that kind of crap, especially to five year olds. And they say, look at identity in primary grade levels. So they're not even targeting the entire school system. Primary grade levels. What does that mean? Oh, K through five. Most likely. Some talks was K through three. So, so stop with the dramaticness. It's going to take effect on July 1st. So this school year... The school districts could continue with woke ideology and critical, and even though this is not about critical race theory, yeah, yeah, no, that's about that too because it says mental well-being. Because some students even argued against this, and parents sued the school because you, you know, it's it's ridiculous. The left thinks, oh, the ones outside of them, especially some of them. Some are pretty prominent um, hosts, personalities, internet, TV, whatever. So, oh, they don't even they don't know what critical race theory means. They can't even define it. Well, it's true. Some of them can't. Certain of them cannot define it, right? But no, no, we got the we got the idea, and I will I will generally agree with right on this one because once I hate. 18 it's fair game if he want to identify she or or so or vice versa if 
fine. Whatever. Yeah, but they cannot be keeping this crap from the parents. So I generally support this. This is from the Florida House of Representatives. This is not. This is not federalized. Shape and form, and I think Kansas is gonna follow suit. Yeah, Kansas. So, you know, come on, children. Seriously, and this is not even for the entire school district. So stop with the whining and stop perverting children's minds. That's it. That's what I have to say. I know it's controversial. Some of you are offended by it. I'm not going to apologize for my opinion. I'm not. It's my opinion. If you want to be, you know, you want to be nasty about it, that's entirely up to you. You can react. You can be offended. You're entitled to be offended. What I do is um, promote violence, like Antifa. You know, yeah, some of y'all are in the same camp. And Belmar is not with this either. Is something, of course, DeSantis is going to sign. Young kids and very young kids should have be talking about um sex ed. That is at the parents' discretion. So LGBTQ community not going to be marginalized. And stop saying that crap too. Certain parents are going to support it. They're still gonna they're gonna support critical race theory there's always there's an audience so calm the hell down that's what I have to say calm the hell down and this is only targeting K through three most likely at mo- at worst K through five the LGBTQ so middle school and high school you still got your way can they, can they make it all more restrictive? Well, that's always a possibility. Yeah, that's always a possibility. Yeah, he even said it. Quote him right here. They're talking about kindergarten to third grade. Oh. This is not super restrictive and shut up. Y'all will victimize, marginalize. They're gonna go back to the closet. Oh, shut up! Shut up! I'm, I'm I'm so tired of the of the super victim culture of America. It'll be all right. This is targeting the children and the parents only. It's not targeting college. College could teach. You. Whatever the hell they want. And then if the child and the parent want, you know, if they don't want to go to that college, that's people's choice from there. So shut up. Now let's talk about something that's even more important. The whole inflation with oil, energy, all that. You ain't nose through the roof. 40 year high, mind you. Based on my historical understandings, like Jimmy Carter all over again, or maybe even worse. You know, he seems to be like FDR, so far as more like Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, you know, he seems like a good person. His presidency wasn't all that, you know. Some say he was victim of circumstance. That's up for debate, but I'm not going to get deep into it. So he's going to travel to Saudi and. He wants UK to be dependent. He wants to remove UK's dependence on energy supplies from Russia. And this is why the West has been hesitant to be very, very militant, very, very aggressive because we 
a lot of the West, especially Europe, relies on Russia for oil. And Putin's not stopping the war anytime soon. He's getting ground, and he's close to taking over the capital. I could be wrong, but I know he's near the capital. And, um, and Biden just said, uh, Saudi prince, he killed um, Jamal Khashoggi, a journalist. Executed him, according to Biden. This is why the crown princess. Eh. Who cares? Piss off. And they're gonna kill, and you know, they're gonna kill off, um, and they're gonna kill 81 people. What was it? Um, they murdering. They murdering terrorists, innocent people, according to Saudi Turkey, these were Okay, so they according to the Saudi Interior Ministry, they say they they're killing criminals. Supporting ISIS, Al Qaeda, the Houthis. So I mean let's see. He has a chance to get oil for the British. But you know, U.S. We lost that. We lost that. Um, you know, and U.K. has continued to sell arms to Saudi, so their relationship's pretty good. It was a try to persuade Saudi to put more oil for the government, controls prices, and this is why you know, Bampo say, hey, you know, we give you gas and oil. That's why the West has not striked in. Ukraine is not a NATO member. If they will attack Poland or Latvia, for example, oh, that'll be a different story. But he's not attacking those. He's attacking Ukraine. You know. So, you know, and we have to suffer that. And now, since we can't rely on the Middle East for that, I think we should just be more. To be quite honest, I would like to, I would like America to be more energy independent, oil dependent, instead of relying on the countries. And now, the Biden administration is talking to President Nicolas Maduro. President of Venezuela, the biggest oil producer in South America. Good news is, if we talk to him, it'd be geographically better. They're definitely much closer to us than compared to the Middle East. And, and we only get 8% of oil at Oil, America, but yeah, we still, yeah, we, we rely on Russia for oil, but not as much. He banned Russian oil completely. So, you'll see. Thing is, we're gonna have to remove those sanctions. Sanctions that were caused by the former president. So, Trump didn't really negotiate, he just put a bunch of sanctions because he said to be a socialist. And hey, it seems like he's open to talk. Maduro, it was us that closed the door. That's true. I don't care if things are left wing talking points. True, we don't want to close the door because we had a Last president was in, was very uncompromising. He played hardball, and he's gonna sell oil to Asia, Europe, even over the United States. Very last week, and they have a lot of oil. They do. And a former Republican congressman even support the talks. I look. I gotta say, if Biden's able to do this, this would be great. Not a big fan of Biden, but I want Biden to succeed. Okay? 
I'm not gonna say yeah, Biden failed. No, that that that's Republicans for you. I'm, I am an independent. Not biggest fan of Biden. I'm also not the biggest fan of the former president. He just didn't even bother him. And Senator Marco Rubio disagrees. I say he needs to piss off on that one because we need, you know, sadly we need oil for now until we could produce. Venezuela is one of the biggest, largest oil reserves in the world. I think they're in, yeah, they're they're definitely in the top ten. They have over hundreds of billions of oil. I think even, I think even close to three hundred million barrels. So I mean, that, that's a lot. You know, I'm just gonna remove the, the sanctions. We'll see. We will see. Marco Rubio disagrees. Well, I hope enough Republicans have the mind. I mean, they did went through a crash in 2020. But we'll see. I mean, something is better than nothing. That's what I have to say. Something is better than nothing. So, wow, this is actually shorter than I thought it would be. Okay, how can we just wrap this whole thing up? So the left, especially the LGBTQ plus community, to me, they're overreacting. They're overreacting so far because this is targeted only towards very young children and is giving more parental rights, which I agree. I totally agree. And parents should know what's best for the kid. Well, except for the ones that do very bad things, obviously. And that's a different story. But most parents are good and reasonable and rational enough and responsible enough to make the right decision for the kid. You know, I think bad parents are the minority. So, you know. All I can say is the exaggerating is targeting most likely kindergarten to third grade. Relax. It's not even targeting middle school. It's not even targeting high school. You're not going to be excluded from society. You, know, you may feel excluded for a lot of for a lot of your life and loneliness, but that's not what this bill is all about. This is about parental rights. It's about parents, so they have more transparency. You know what what the kid is learning. If the parent disagrees, they'll take the kid out of the school, or or they could tell the school to change. You know, not all parents are going to be against this. That's the assumption that you're operating from. All parents are going to just be homophobic. No, some parents are quite liberal. Relax. That's all I have to say. I agree with the bill. I don't think it's far-reaching. I think it's a step in the right direction. That's all I have to say. Bill Maher disagrees. He defends. They call the Santa's anti-grooming bill. This has nothing to do with... This is just parental rights. And just... cares about what the Democrats think. The Republicans got a good majority here on this one. And and stop talking about sexuality to freaking pre-K. Well, that's not even towards pre-K. I mean, I don't think they got pre-K over there. I don't know. But definitely aiming towards kindergarten and third grade. And it's not even aiming... I mean, at worst, I mean, at most, it's going to aim. I'm going to say at worst. That's the wrong way to put it. At most, it's going to aim probably to fifth grade. But this is not giving the boot to the LGBT plus community. Oh, we have to go back to the classes. No. School system has been very flawed. And let's be clear. There are certain bad actors 
have um, exploited this, so I think it's a step right direction. That's what I have to say. Controversial, but I agree with it. Controversial, mostly you know from the left, but yeah. Well, Boris Johnson he visits Saudis to get oil for the United Kingdom. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because they rely on Russia, and that's a big reason why the rest has been hesitant. But we have to go step forward. United States, we cut off, we cut off completely to the point that we are now negotiating with Venezuela. But Biden, God willing, he succeeds here. It's hurting millions and millions of regular Americans. Not the wealthy folks, and definitely not the government. So if you do something right, you can at least get some credibility, a little bit of a boost. Say you're gonna need your party's gonna need all the boost against Biden because during a lockdown, let's just say that you lost some support from the Democrats. You know, the Democrats lost some support. Um, we're in the wrong. Why, why I can't talk today? lost some support, especially among independents. Independents are signed with the right, because especially with the the lockdowns and the far-left social policies, it's really turned off the independents, and a lack of patriotism to America, too. Which I find out some polls which are very, very interesting. So, enough of your bullcrap. Stop being, stop chilling ivory towers, and chill with the regular, regular Jane Joe and Joe. Okay, regular American. That's all I could say. Because now we got to talk to Venezuela, and hopefully you remove the sanctions from Venezuela. Hey, we need to negotiate. Sometimes we got to negotiate with countries that we disagree how they run it. But that's the people of Venezuela's problem about if they want to handle their leader or not. Okay. Also, we got to handle crap in our backyard. They got to handle theirs in their backyard. That's what I have to say. Alrighty then. Thank you so much for listening to this segment. We'll reach the second segment really, really soon. Welcome everyone to the second segment called Mid Games. We change to Mid Tech. So I think we some of us need some clarification, or is a better understanding, especially those who are not familiar what what is Web 3.0. What what does number come from, right? What the hell is Web 1.0, 2.0? Well, the good news is I have some of those answers, right? And Web 3.0 is going to be heavily run with AI, stands for Artificial Intelligence. And this will be more connected, getting into the virtual reality, definitely um, integrating the cryptocurrency, all that. And of course, development of big data analytics. Having algorithms help you out, search for more relevant things. So, for example, if you type coin, you're going to get coins. You're going to get coins, especially more specific. It would be better if you said U.S. rare coins. It's going to lead you to sites to U.S. rare coins. Okay? So, let's go through the brief history. I'm not going to read all this mumble-jumble. I'm going to get you the good part. 1.0. Web 1.0. This was early 90s. Okay. And this is the internet I was first exposed to. When I was a kid. Okay. It's mostly information. Passive. And social interactions were very, very limited. I mean, very limited. It was just a simple text chat. If you remember AOL days, 
yeah. And then we have Web 2.0. This is when social media, um, chat capabilities expanded greatly. This is the rise of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, name it. And the Web 1.0 was very, very limited. Remember dial-up? Some of you that experienced it, I experienced dial-up. Very slow internet too. Oof. Thank God those days are done, right? This is in Web 2.0 is more user-generated content. People was able to create stuff, create websites, create memes. This is Web 2.0. And then this is the one I have even more experience with. It's more about participation. Web 1.0, you just read what's going on in the internet. Okay. Bill Clinton, what? Okay. Now, Web 3.0. This is emphasizing smarter internet. Inter. Internet. Internet. And the be more immersed with the metaverse. Virtual realities for plain English. It's that weird Oculus thing that Facebook developed. You wear it like a big old funny glasses and you be immersed in another world. Okay, that's emphasis of Web 3.0. What the hell is a semantic markup? Well... AI, this is when AI gets even smarter by algorithms. But that comes with a cost. You saw how algorithms be manipulated to favor certain content. Before it was more organic, it was favoring whatever was more truly popular, and now it's favoring whatever mainstream media considers acceptable, whatever narrative is considered acceptable. Blockchain and cryptocurrencies. But Web 2.0 didn't have anything about cryptocurrencies. It was more about user interaction. This one. Supposed to be more decentralization. Online account economies. 3D visualization interaction. The metaverse. Just talked about that. Artificial intelligence. Be more involved. Um, We could do a lot of the work. Advanced Advanced analytics. Uh, something that a human brain cannot process. I'm sure they can. No, no such point of control. That's pretty good for me. Increased information interconnectivity. More efficient browsing. Improved advertising marketing. Blah. Better customer support. I don't know about that. Especially during this restrict, during the time of restrictions. I want to call it. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but that's what's the intent. I don't know about that. Well, and how does cryptocurrency work? You said these online coins, you know, Bitcoin, Dodge, Dogecoin, Ethereum, those are the main ones. There are literally thousands of them out there, but these are the big three. And they're too volatile because people just say it's valuable, and about time people start saying it's not valuable, it goes downhill. I got a problem with that kind of volatilization. I'm about to take my chances in the stock market. Thank you. Call me, call me a boomer, people. What do I? I don't care. Shoot. Decentralization. Well, two point was um, dominated by big tech. Web three points was to spread the control around. Okay, I like that part. Digital economies. Eh, that was already happening already with all the bank online, this online. But it's going to get even bigger, less centralized. Different data is getting more compatible. Okay. Ah, the use cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't going to talk about that. Let's talk about NFTs. This is a, this is a big thing that's part of the Web 3.0. So it's definitely not part 
And you know, I like this article from NFT Ska. SKA. And I like how they have the subtitle explained like a five-year-old version. It's a new way creating digital art. NFT stands for non-fungible tokens. They're unique. They're digital artwork. And the more valuable they are, you know, the more it's going to rise. And, you know, there's been cases of them um, making NFT works based on copyrighted IPs. And they're stealing IP work. There's been a loophole. And gas fees is going to be added into that because of blockchain. Um, man. It's interesting. I didn't know this damages the environment. Huh. So much for being pro-climate change, internet. <laughs> yeah, this NFT is a great way to do that. Gas fees is doing that because miners have to spend time doing the work. I didn't know miners were actually involved. It's good to know. That's good to know. Okay, I'll just explain that. You know, yeah, they are. No, I, I, I followed sites that said that you could make thousands of dollars real quick with an NFT. An NFT doesn't even have to be digital art. It could be a selfie. It could be even music track to record in like seconds. Of it. Not the whole thing, obviously. It shouldn't be the whole thing. Also, you're, you're ruining composition, composition for that. I mean, celebrities could... Such a big A-list celebrities could absorb those loss, but not independent ones. Oof. Not even celebrity to begin with. The celebrity, but, but independent artists, oof, they really suffer. You know. Yep. It's just say you get in trouble down on copyright infringement. Yeah, so it's because you own the NFT of that. So for example, you have an NFT that looks very similar to who's very popular. Rick Sanchez for Rick and Morty. Uh, you're still going to be in trouble because you don't own that character. That creator still does. Okay. So. And I saw NFTs of Elon Musk. The baby Elon Musk was kind of funny. And then let's go about the how you create an NFT. Right. I mean, you say miners have to produce, okay, and they gotta collect a gas fee for it. Use some sort of um, coal. Oh, so much for being pro environmental or con- conservationist. And your and your wallet is less protected, is less centralized. You know, it's buy security for that. And this way, earn them to free too. Um, and the reason why they've been bringing alternatives like earn an NFT in games, yeah, play to earn games instead of pay to win. Play, that's the way games should be play to earn, not pay to win. I mean, if you want to get super good stuff, fine. There's incentive for that to pay to win. And well, and running a lot of them run on wax, yeah, they run on wax, which is a blockchain software that integrates NFT to the game, and you can actually earn a free NFT. Good, and you're gonna see some of that. I mean, I'm gonna put this link down below, I'm not gonna get through, and we got give giveaways, and be careful with that. Some are scams. Yeah, I like to be the bearer of bad news of that when they scan. And then once users have it, they could sell it to other people, then they could boost their profile again. And then have monetary value. Okay, that part I would support. There's some things I support. I'm not a complete a-hole about it. Just, you know, do some research. You know. 
and be careful influencers on the internet because some of them will have your best interest in mind. They just want to get rich out of yourself. Some are very dishonest. Some are scam artists. Let's just be clear. And and that's all I could say about that. The whole NFT thing, I find it to be crap. What are the advantages or disadvantages? I already spread my opinion, but what are okay? It's big. It's very, very fast, and the internet is just growing, not getting smaller, with the exception of certain things getting censored or blocked off. Vagueness, well, not specific. Hmm. Yeah, that's a problem. Inconsistency, yep. You may type Elon Musk, but you didn't, you might not find Elon Musk, uh, you're not interested in finding Elon Musk NFT, but. I get to that deceit. Yeah. I mean, there's people still have great control of the internet, and some of them want to scam you. But, here, advantages better searching, of course, better marketing. That comes with effective communication, efficient browsing, human interaction. Well, there's already a thing called digital rape and if you think I'm making that up you, you can look it up there's digital rape going on saying ah you know I'm gonna rape you in the metaverse because it's completely legal yep it's like people do that and watch me on that one and, and digital harassment might even grow cause you know some people are just assholes let's just say like that they are assholes and they have your best interest in mind Not saying for every single people, just have your wits about you. Less, um, you know, old devices not going to be able to keep up with Web 3.0, so it's as big as more functionality. And it's complicated for newcomers to understand. I'm not going to say I'm the best expert on this. But just make sure you're paying attention to the right people about that. I mean the right people, and you'll be all right. So that's what I have for you here. It's all about Web 3.0. So what are the key features? Web 1.0, passive internet. You just look there for facts. Little you know, websites. Don't get me wrong. There was scam there 1.0. There was less of it because it's less scam artists in, in those days. Web 2.0, social media. That's a big takeaway. Became more user-friendly, even though big tech dominated that. Web 3.0, a lot of interesting features coming up. 3D interaction, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, blockchain. And that's what Web 3.0, that's where we're in right now. This is the beginning of Web 3.0. And before I wrap this up, I've got to give you a timeline. Very important here. Web 1.0 lasted from, and these are approximate, so these are not exact. 1990 to 2005. And then Web 2.0 lasted from 2005 to 2020. And Web 3.0 is 2020 to the present. Timeline is also very important. That's what differentiates those. And so while Web 3.0 and just can be bigger, more interactive, less centralization, more user control. And I could bring uh you know, there's good and bad to everything, but I prefer more user control as opposed to a bunch of just a few people in Silicon Valley controlling vast majority of our internet. I mean, look what's going on with all the censorship. They are not experts in politics in any level, international, national, local. 
They go by what the government tells them. They go by what one, what mostly one political party tells them. No, that's you're you're still spreading misinformation, even though they say they combat misinformation. But they have blocked stuff that are true. They block things just based on a narrative. That narrative should be competing against each other, not one being washed out because oh you don't agree with it. It's concerned source tells you. Let people decide. Let the people decide. That's my um, opinion on that. So that's where we at. And concern is, this is less control, less centralization. That means it's less protection. So you need to do more of your own research. Get more to... Yeah, I'm sure you heard YouTubers and other influencers or even politicians promote VPNs. And there's more chances of getting viruses too, I'm sure. Especially if anything is popular and trending. So just get just get that. So that's my wrap. And let's just get into the future as happy as possible. I know it's very difficult because of the whole crisis that's happening in Eastern Europe. And let's see. Um, that's all I could say. So we're going to reach the third and final segment really, really soon. Welcome to the third and final segment called Weird Topic Finale, and this one is very unconventional, very weird, and very random, because I'm going to be talking about very valuable U.S. coins. Yes, there's a small chance that a young nerd or or senior who is obsessed with collecting antiques got something very very valuable and you can sell it at this website right here usacoinbook.com sounds like an ad right but i'm you know i'm trying to help whatever you can we're going through tough times here so let me just be helpful for once instead of just give you a whole bunch of negative news that's actually true for the most part because sometimes i do make mistakes um but you didn't hear me say that but anyway all right let me stop messing around with you here so uscoinbook.com let's put that for you usa c-o-i-n-b-o-k.com we have Coins here that could date. American interest that date back to Civil War. Let me correct that. It dates back to the early days of America. I mean, we have one quarter here that was produced in 1796. Yes, 1796. 20 years after. Now, Declaration of Independence. Okay. That's not all we talk about. Now, what's the value of that quarter is? It looks very dull looking. It is worth over $171,000. Okay. Pretty impressive. But the most valuable quarter, however, is dated in 1873. Eight years after the Civil War, and this and that one's worth over six hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars. I mean, good lord! If you have those coins, you are lucky. Keep it if you want. If not, if you're going through tough times, sell it. Be life changing. And then I'm not gonna go through all the coins here, but there's one dime here with a double C error. 
Seed Liberty Dime with no arrows on it. Because of arrow. That dime was made in 1873. You know how much that dime costs? You know what's the value? Not cost. You know what's the value? Well, it's a cost if you want to buy it, of course. But you know what's the value of that dime? Over 1.3 million dollars, yes, with an M. I'm not exaggerating. If you're going through tough times, you have these valuable coins, and I'm going to share them in the link below. And you can search further on the internet, which I encourage you to. I just want to help out. You know, being with the Lord is not about just helping yourself. You gotta help the community. You gotta help the community. Seriously, you gotta help the community. Be helpful. Be a blessing to others, right? You know, death to self. Not in a literal sense. But in an ego kind of sense, okay? Instead of just focus on me. Oh, why me? Oh, why me? No, no, no. So, no, the mind should be, how can I help others? You know, be in service of God. If people don't want your help, oh, well, just move on. Don't argue. To the next scene, just go to the next scene. Just go to the next scene. That's it. All right, so in terms of nickels, okay, the most valuable nickel was created in 1916. It's a buffalo nickel, by the way. That's um, Indian chief. Can't tell it was. It's a little fudged and messed up. Double die up, a burst. And that nickel is worth over close to $160,000. Now, over, it is close to $160,000. I mean, this is. You know, you may be struggling financially, and then there's a chance that you might even have. These coins, and, and if you have other valuable coins, I mean, I'm gonna share a good chunk of this. They have lists of penny soup, I'm not gonna talk about that. And there's even gold dollar coins that are very, very rare, too. You know, and I just want to help out here and give you a starting point, if you will. Yes, a starting point. Because look, we all suffer through this inflation, and some of us are still recovering from our two-year restricted time period at this point. Yeah, two years, two freaking years of restrictions. They say lockdowns, but even in New York City, what I would say it was restricted. Lockdown, you don't know real lockdown, uh, check what they did in China, in Australia, okay? That's lockdown. America, we went through restrictions. Okay. So that's all I have to say about that. So, why I decided to share this besides it's random? I don't know. Essentially, help you out. You have a rare coin. A certain someone you know who collects very rare coins. If they want to sell it, they're going through hard times. Sell a thing at usacoinbook.com. I'm just volunteering to do this. They don't know I'm doing this. They're probably happy that I'm doing this for free because they may think I'm an idiot. That's fine. What do I care? I'm doing the Lord's work. The opinions of man is bleh. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like that in general. But that's besides the point. Enough about me. Death to eagle self. So, that's all I have to say about that. There are change that you have that could be far more value than its face value. We already know that a regular quarter is worth 25 cents, a regular dime is worth 10 cents, and the nickel's worth 5 cents, but not these rare ones. They are worth. A hell of a lot more than their face value. And, and if the if the change look real to you, if you find it, I think the, the whole change circulation has stopped. Thank God. There 
there's a chance you might have it. If you consider yourself a, if you consider yourself a person of great luck, you know, yeah, that's that's you labeling, not me. I'm just trying to meet you halfway. I believe in blessings, not luck. But if you happen to bump into that, you're going through tough times, close to selling that home, or you're behind bills because of the restrictions, lost your job, sell that coin. I'm sure you're going to have someone who's so obsessed, a wealthy uh, collector, who will buy it off you for nice pretty penny yeah that's all i gotta say about that all right that is it thank you so much for listening to the last episode third season of the pure podcast and as always god bless you have a good day or night